0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Walking with the Dead, an unofficial podcast about AMC's The Walking Dead. I'm Stephen Bueno. Cristian Cabrera.
1: Cornell Montgomery.
0: If you're new to Walking with the Dead, what we do is we talk about every week's current episode of The Walking Dead. So this week, we're going to be talking about season six, episode 13, The Same Boat. Um, yeah, there was much like the last episode. This episode had a lot of instances that put the characters in situations that were morally ambiguous, man. And don't get me wrong, there there is definitely this whole "us and them" thing going on, but the way they went about it, dude, it's <laughs> much like in the previous episode. They they had some very tough choices to make. Well,
1: it was more of a Carol fighting herself, and I like that it Carol this season or this second half of the season, she seems to be um, regretting all this decision she's made, and she wants to turn over a new leaf. It's kind of like Morgan got to her, and. She's like, okay, maybe people can change. Maybe I want to change. But it seems like circumstances only lead her to do what she has to do. You know, the Carol thing. and It's actually kind of sad.
0: Okay, did you did you get the feeling that Carol was playing that character at first only to gain their trust or so they wouldn't suspect her?
1: Yeah, I think Carol was playing the game. But she was playing it to get out, not to kill. And that's why she said to the lady, like, I don't want to have to kill you. you know, even though she did didn't.
0: Well, the thing is, like, I, I really, really liked the fact or just kind of thinking that Carol was just playing them the whole time because she she does play up that whole like helpless character that doesn't know how to do anything. And even like they bought it, man. Uh, I did think Carol was going to be a little bit more ruthless, but you're right. I think that to an extent Morgan has gotten to her or maybe it's just she's always felt that way. And this is one of those instances where no one attacked them. They are literally the aggressors in this whole situation.
2: Well, you can also see why she also did it as well, because she was also doing it to protect Maggie as well. Because first, oh, yeah. She was super because, protective of Maggie. First of all, she didn't want her to go on the expedition. Second, she actually was there, and then she wants to help. And she, and she stayed said, back. Yeah, she said, stay back. Because that's one that's one thing she doesn't want to have on her hands is the fact that she dies and also the babies did.
1: Well, a big thing for her with Maggie is she also doesn't want Maggie to turn into her, which mm-hmm. it seems like Maggie is doing. Because mm-hmm. uh, was it towards the middle part or towards the ending of the episode? Um, she Maggie tells or Carol tells Maggie like we don't have to do this. We can just sneak around them. Or Maggie's like we have to kill them all. So it's like they're they're becoming the other person.
2: It's they're seeing they're seeing the ugliness unfold in a different perspective and they can see in both spectrums as well, because this is where Carol's pretty much saying like, I think I found, I found out why I keep doing this and I don't want to do it anymore. But then Maggie's like, she's, she's the aggressor in this, in this situation where she wants to destroy, but she has nothing to kind of, kind of uh, hold her back. So to pretty much tell her like you can still be a normal person. Just don't, you don't have to do this. One
0: thing. Well, one thing I found really interesting was that, um, it, the whole thing of Negan and who's Negan, and there's one thing that we're gonna differ in, in opinion here, because uh, I like the way the show's taking it. Sure, it could go as it, it
1: is a person.
0: Yeah, it actually it's actually a person that'll show up later, and it'll be kind of a surprise for the audience that's mm. kind of expecting there to not be an actual person. Throughout the show though, it sort of makes it seem like Negan is an idea. Like Negan is this boogeyman. Philosophy.
1: It's actually it seems like more like a religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like we're we're following
0: we're following the cult of Negan. And essentially what that is 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 survival by any means necessary. And and that does include capturing people, torturing people, killing people. Because they kind of say that um when the, the first group got killed, was it Lee's group or something they they call it's it? It was Tease group, mm-hmm. and they say like, oh, they must have been putting on such a big show. And maybe they weren't as extreme as they made themselves out to be.
1: Well, they also had um, teaser group had mentioned that he was Negan or like they were Negan. And then uh, I, I didn't catch the female's name um, that they had killed towards the end. But she had said that she was Negan, that everyone is like he's in the room. And then the last guy in the end, he was like, I am. And Negan was there and Negan's here. I am Negan. So it seems like either they t- they're taking on that role as being that leadership person or take it on the philosophy or I don't know just I, I don't I don't know I don't like it I, I like it to be an individual person that's that everyone is sort of following not just an idea because why would why would everyone want to follow that idea it's a, it doesn't seem like it's fair because the girl lost her finger and she's like why'd you lose a finger because I stole you know it, it just doesn't seem like something someone would want to follow because it seemed like the right thing to do
0: it's well to me it sounds like um, a code of ethics in a ruthless world essentially is what it feels like to me so it's like okay we're following this idea of Negan and this helps to survive but this is about as ruthless as one person gets and you are you are essentially succumbing to like the very like the darkest elements of a person and the darkest elements within yourself by by going over to this that's why to me the whole episode seemed uh, especially the name of the time like the name of the episode the same boat it sort of feels like you guys are literally the same people right now, and you guys don't realize that you're two different sides of, of you know the fight, but you're essentially the same person.
2: I understand what they're doing with the whole Negan situation in this one, where anybody technically takes up the mantle as Negan, but it's also to kind of protect who the actual Negan Who's the main one or their main leader? That, at the it that could be, because it. It, then that's that's gonna deter everyone else. Like, well, if we killed a, we've killed the main Negan, which uh, that was Ch- Chico or Chino, pretty much took over that. There, it's already gonna be no way that they're gonna just be like, oh, okay, though we killed him, like that's in the end of it.
1: Or maybe it could be like, if you're gonna leave our camp and you're gonna go walking around, you call yourself a Negan, spread the gospel. Yeah, well, not just spread spread the fear. Mm. That there is a Negan there, and we're always around,
0: like an ever-present force that, that yeah. like get you at any given We give know,
1: moment? we know where you are, and I mean, they kind of say that. Um, and um, was it on the hill, uh, on the hilltop that they met Negan? So I'm not sure now if it was a person that they said was Negan, because even the group that were running away from uh, Negan's own group had mentioned him. So
0: they didn't necessarily mention Negan. they mentioned they're, another... they're
1: leaving me. No, they said Negan. They were leaving Negan or, you know, Negan would catch us or something like that. So I don't know. It's, it's just it's confusing right now to know whether or not it's a person or a belief.
0: And you know, what's great is that it, it kind of messes with people who have read the comic. And it messes, it messes with the expectation, and I really did like that. In that, you have a show that has a source material, and people are going to be like, oh, "Okay, you know, you can spoil things." And I, I would love the idea of the writers being like, "Okay, you think you know what's coming up? Okay, you think you know? Do you think the show's predictable? Okay, let's throw a curveball in there. Negan stands for something else, and all this imagery that we've been leading up to, and all this imagery we've been and like, and all this foreshadowing that we've been doing for Glenn. Let's just throw that all out the window and just be like, no." We're changing what it is to be, like, what Negan is, what this whole, kind of the, the feeling of the whole group. It's that instead of people surviving, now it's people attacking. They are the bandits that they defended against. Like, this puts them in that same category. Yeah, sure, they killed killers, but this is the first instance where you see that group and... They become the killers. They mm. became the killers.
1: I mean, yeah. geez, the way Carol took out the last people in the end, she, had, she premeditated, like... She set them up to be uh, put ablaze. Um, one thing I was thinking was, okay, so we were talking about or you, you had mentioned um, that could be changing what was happening with Glenn and f- uh, foreshadowing something different. Um, just think about how Maggie's being put into the forefront right now. So they're building up how you feel about Maggie emotionally. And I feel like they're building it up a whole lot more to tear you down and to make you to make that impact hit you a lot more.
0: Like, she's doing so much to save her child and at the end. Yeah, you know, in, you know, in
1: the end, it's like, well, you did enough to save that part of you, but not the other part. So, I I mean, I, I know it's going to happen. Is They can't not do it, but it, it's being done differently.
2: I just want to see what the situation is going to be afterwards now. Because right after this aftermath that they've, they've done, I'm kind of curious to see what the guy that they actually went to go save has to say because if he's actually met the real Negan, he's gonna have to eventually say it because no one's ever said anything else after that. Because also Jesus I think Jesus already met him too, so he would have known what he looks like as well. And he still hasn't mentioned said anything yet either.
0: You know what would be cool is if um Colonel Sanders, I can't remember, I can't remember his, name right <laughs> and, uh, his name too. Um, if if the guys at the hilltop were actually like the main branch of Negan's group and Adrian right. I want to say yes. And, um, if they were playing Rick's group, if they go back there and they're like, "Oh and he was thanks, Negan for ta- thanks for taking out the competition. Not necessarily he was Negan, but he like the real Negan somewhere else pulling the strings and being like, "Okay, thank you for taking out the competition. These guys were a problem for us, now they're not, and plus we know where you guys are, and we know about you guys.
2: It would make sense if they did it that way, but also why would you the Jesus
0: character doesn't seem like that would fit. well
2: why would you injure your own like leader unless Jesus was the actual leader to begin with?
1: I don't think it would be. Yeah. But um, I did like that this episode was very uh, female-focused and showed strong female Mm -hmm. characters. Because, I mean, the the first person to die was the guy. And he was the first one to break, too. Yeah. And everybody else, all the tough ones were all female. Carol was playing a game. They fell into it. But that one girl was playing Carol, too, at at the end. Um, Maggie and... uh, Well, I didn't get any of those females' names, right? Uh, Maggie and the other girl, they had a commonality, but... In the end, you know, Maggie came out on top. So there was a lot of um, character development between those two, but a lot of uh, character focus. It was a lot more just conversational in this episode.
0: And, you know, to be honest with you, it's one of those episodes where there's a lot of conversation, but I actually Gared. wanted to know and cared every- about everything they were talking it about. It wasn't a Morgan episode. It wasn't. No. It really wasn't. And, it, you know, it was great hearing about the other side, and it was great. Seeing Carol in that in that hesitant role because you hadn't seen her like when the wolves attacked when everything was happening you don't see her hesitate ever and but this time from the very beginning when she shoots the dude she hesitated she shot him in the arm and she even says in the episode like I had a clear shot and like, she chose not yeah. And and I'm kind of wondering if this will lead to more and more because at the end of the episode where she talks, where Daryl asks her if she's okay, she's like, no, I'm really not. And I want to see how that changes that character and how that changes that dynamic because I've been a huge fan of Carol for you know a couple of seasons now because she has been a ruthless character.
2: I just want to see how Daryl reacts to the, uh, the whole kissing the other dude when Carol kissed the other guy. Uh, well, oh, I don't think they have don't... a
0: romantic relationship. Like, I, I never no. picture never... them as a romantic relationship as much as it's like a lot of fondness and a lot of respect. Yeah.
2: Mm, you never know. It could be one weird thing that might pop up. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I don't think he... I don't, I don't, like uh, They haven't really written it in that manner. Like I haven't you know, read into it well, in that Darren's manner. Well, not
2: really open emotionally either. Think about that. Too. True. And the only person he actually talks to the most is Carol. On so, read, but that's it.
0: it I'm, I'm interested in... I'm interested in seeing what she does when she goes back because she's going to carry that with her. Like, you could tell it's weighing her down from the the moment she wrote Mm in her journal to this episode where she's talking to Maggie about all the people she's killed.
1: She's like, I think it's 18, no, 20, and it
0: should be about 24 right now. And also, how little they're hesitating to kill people now. I mean, just obviously, she saw when she slashed at Maggie's belly. She was like, oh, okay, you're not, you're never going to hurt her. So she. I mean, that scene was great where she just shoots the chick in the head. Like, okay, that was, even the way it was shot, like, that was intense. And at the end, the way Rick just, he's like, okay, you're useless to me now. You don't have any information that I want at the moment. And he just shoots him dead.
1: Or maybe maybe it was more like, you say you're Negan? Okay, if you're going to be Negan, I'm going to treat you like Negan. I mean, I don't think he believes that, yeah, that guy's Negan. He's nah. just like, I'm gonna, if you're going to be like that, then.
0: Okay, well, then you deserve what, what what's mm-hmm. coming to him. Um, I I I do honestly believe that this this whole event will be a continuing plot point and plot device because it does sort of seem like now they're going to talk about morality much more because they sort of done away with their morality and that they don't listen to Morgan even Gabriel which I think was a sign of an old morality you know an old code of ethics he changes ways he changed mm-hmm. like Gabriel is all about he, he, when they went to save Maggie and Carol, he's one of the first ones to walk in the building. Where before he'd probably just be in the background somewhere, scared. Yeah, scared I do, out of his mind.
2: I do like what he what he actually said though in the was the previous episode, which actually did really get to me. It said Carl and Rick showed me weapons, but the thing is, I am still me. They, he still hasn't been he hasn't been changed. That was just great. But he's still he's still wearing his outfit the entire time as a priest. So that's still his character. He's that's him, but as soon as he puts that gun on there, it's it's like I make. You know, they taught me how to do this. It's my own choice I'm making. They taught me how to do it. Yeah, it I'm like, actually when he killed the guy, it. he
1: prayed for him, and, yeah. and it's like it's it's more of a mercy killing mm-hmm. than um you know anything else, which is actually really sad when you think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like we've mentioned before, these people didn't do anything to him. Yeah, well, they just with went the exception and of that group that um that uh, Daryl took out. They didn't do anything. They were all sleeping. They are all hanging out doing their thing. They saw that their people were being killed and so they took the other ones and then they all got, got murdered in the end. So, I mean, it's weird to say when, you know, we saw a bunch of innocent people being killed by like, these main characters because they just want to end something that could possibly hurt them. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and like,
0: it's moral ambiguity, really. And I like when Maggie's having the conversation with the other girl and, and it, the, the chick tells her, hey, you know you're not the good guys, right? Uh, and... And it's one of those things that I don't think all of them I mean, to an extent they've thought about it, but I think when they get back to Alexandria, they're gonna have to really you know look at each other and look at look at themselves and be like, "Are we perfectly okay with what we just did because yeah they we might have had reasons behind it, but we we literally went out and massacred a whole group of people.
2: The main reason was food like yeah. without food, they're not going to survive they needed to do what they needed to do was right to keep that food and keep it coming.
0: You know what? One thing I think is that they'll start talking about how it's a slippery slope to turn into. And that's why they kept talking about the idea of Negan. It's like, well, they are Negan, you know, they, they're that ideology that do whatever has, to, whatever has to be done. And, you know, essentially kill whoever needs to be killed. Now it's not even like, now it's not even a thing of like, can we find other ways? No, now it's literally, we're just going to kill them because we can. And I, Rick and his group acknowledging that they can take out just about anyone is sort of like the beginnings of maybe what some of these groups started. Like, we didn't want to be this way, but little by little, things kept, like, scratching away our humanity, and we became something completely different.
1: Well, it seems like um, at least Maggie shouldn't keep on to it because when they were talking about the baby and how um, the, those other girls thought it's dumb for you to want to have a child in this world, and she's just like, well, I want to make my own world just because... Um, I'm going to have a child now doesn't mean the world's completely screwed, so I think they still have their their mindset of what civilization civilization can be, and they're choosing to um, make it that way. But at the same time, they're willing to take out anybody that takes away what they have.
0: Do you think that they'll? Fight- they're not. They're
1: not raiders. That's the thing.
0: Well, they're, they're not. But do you think they'll find themselves having those conversations, like or that that'll be something that'll come up later? The fact that we're that they're becoming someone different.
1: Probably, yeah. I mean, Carol's already bringing it up enough. And uh, Morgan... I mean, Morgan and Carol, they completely changed characters. They're they're completely flipped from where they started from. Uh, Maggie's doing it right now. Glenn's a whole different person. Rick, especially Rick, whole different. So, like, it's going to come up because they all thought that they weren't going to be that way, especially when when they went to Alexandria. (laughs) Everyone had that, okay, the world's different. Everything's good now. No, it's not. With the exception of
0: Rick, Rick could just not accept that. He was trying, do not get wrong. Sasha, Sasha, I still, I still believe can't, but she, he was trying to accept that, but at the same time, because of so much stuff happening, you could definitely see that um, Rick can't believe it anymore.
2: Eventually, they're gonna face their demons, which is which we already seen two of them already ex- two well essentially two already been extinguished because even Maggie said at the end that she's probably not gonna go out anymore because she said at the very end. That's, that's essentially two demons already extinguished. Now, this is where I'm going to say that Gabriel's probably going to play a huge role for this, especially when people need to like come clean with a lot of this stuff and want to feel that they don't need to do that anymore. They're going to go to him. They're going to go to him, and he's going to listen to all this.
0: But, you know, with his mentality changed, what what can he really tell people? His like,
2: mentality might have changed, but, the, remember, but he also said, too, uh, he is still himself. Like, they, everyone else put a gun in his hand. He learned how to use it but he's still him.
0: I dig it, man. Um, like I said, within the, we'll see how the series progresses because I'm, I mentioned in one of the biggest things is, is Negan a person or is Negan really that mentality? I'd like, I've always liked things being used as ideas much more so than physical embodiments of things, you know? So, if that turns out to be the case and if Rick's group turns out to be the... You know, it'd, it'd be great if Rick's group turned out to be the greater villain. And at the end of the story, you, you start with these protagonists that are doing things for their own reasons and then all of a sudden end up being the bad guys. I I like that progression and I, I like seeing these characters in that scenario. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Walking with the Dead. If you want to find out more of our podcast, you can head on over to filmbook.com that's film-book.com and either search for Stephen bueno or walking with the dead and if you want to check out some of the stuff we do outside of these podcasts you can go ahead and find us at youtube.com slash league of gents that's l-e-a-g-u-e-o-f-g-e-n-t-s or you can find us on facebook by going to facebook.com slash league of ordinary gents that's g-e-n-t-s If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.